On the 86th episode of Fantasy Lens, we discuss the Cowboys releasing Des Bryant, some trouble in paradise for the Pats, discuss our final predictions for the draft next week, and review some Nick Cage and rock movies. Let's start the show! Welcome to Fantasy Lens. I am John, joined by Anthony and Brian. We are the number one ranked fantasy football podcast according to that fantasy football podcast fantasy league that we were in. <laughs> and uh, before we get into you know some football stories, I just I heard a uh, recent news story. It's probably just supersedes any football news. And it was Nick Cage says he's retiring from acting in three to four no! years. Get out of here! That's bullshit. I know. He's apparently he's bought all the private islands. He, he needs. There's no way he's retiring from acting because yeah. I didn't want to believe it either. But Until he gets next year's tax bill. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> he has to give up. He has to give back all like those like artifacts that he stole or some shit. Like, come on, like this motherfucker is not retiring, especially after apparently apparently he's in that really good movie about like crazy fucking parents with him and Selma Blair that was really good. Just came out. I, I don't know. He was like him and Selma Blair were, like these like parents that were like fucking crazy oh yeah they um it's not just them it's like the whole town or something the uh, parents go insane oh did you like did you just spoil did, did you just spoil the movie and, i mean if watching the preview is spoiling the movie, oh that's what, oh, oh okay i mean i'm kind of anti-preview because mm. i feel like they give away so much oh, nowadays now, you're right john's right i like teasers more than i like trailers just saying especially for movies i want to see and i know like i really want to like see it like yeah no, no point of watching a trailer because you're right. They fucking tell you too much, way too much. <laughs> what you laugh? I, I can't see your face now because you know with the video chat not working. It, I mean, it depends on the trailer. Not all of them tell you to, and it depends on what you dissect them. If yeah, if you're like going on Reddit and dissecting every scene of the trailer, trying to guess what it means. I just don't like. If if I know I want to see a movie, all I want to see is just a little bit, and then I'm like, all right, I'm good. Let me be. Fully surprised when I get to the movie theater, sit down with my popcorn and enjoy it. That's what I want. That's what I want. I don't know. That's just me. All right, Mister Mister Big Shot over there. That that doesn't make any sense. Um. All right, but seriously, that that's that's just a hit to all of, all of our wa- movie watching um, yeah. sensibilities, is, right he's there. He's already in like eight credits that are past this date, so you know. <laughs> Well, what was your favorite Nick Cage movie? How about that? Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, Face Off. Next. Face- really? Face Off? That's I mean, it? The Rock is really great. Yeah, Face Off is it. That's wow. his best movie. Wow. Ooh, I yeah. think The Rock is just Me a as an intellectual knows that that is his best. <laughs> I mean, Like wow. all those memes. I also want to say adaptation because there's two Nick Cages in there. And every other movie with Nick Cage in it only has one Nick Cage. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty awesome. So I'll take two. When I said Face Off Next, I didn't mean to say that Next was his next best movie because, of course, he's in a movie named Next. Oh, that's right. I I actually have seen that part of that movie. It's terrible. I've heard there's – I haven't seen it yet, but I heard there's the worst twist of all time at the end, and it's just like it ruins everything. But, I mean, it sounds – a lot of Nicolas Cage movies are bad like that. Yeah. I was going to say Gone – Face Off, then then Con Air. Yeah, Con Air is great. I mean – I love Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds is actually a really oh, good one. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Face off, then Gone in 60 Seconds. 
What, what was that movie with him? Oh, Matchstick Men. Matchstick Men. That was a really good movie, movie too. actually. Also, I mean, I like Sam Rockwell a lot. So. Yeah, Sam Rockwell was a really good actor. Good in all the Marvel N- National movies. Treasure? I mean, come on. That was kind of good. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, yeah, I completely forgot. Yeah, National Treasure was... Even the second one wasn't that bad, but the first one was really good. Yeah, the first one was solid. A rare, sh- a rare uh, Sean B movie where he doesn't die. Maybe Wicker Man just for the fact that he punches a girl in the face. <laughs> that that not the bees scene. The him dressed up in the bear costume, decking woman. Not that I condone physical violence or anything like that. It is the best gift of all time, though. Pure Nick Cage. Yeah, I mean, but when you're on an island of of psycho cult women that are trying to uh, kill you. Yeah, I mean, it's acceptable there. The mood calls for it. You know what Nick Cage movie I really like that's just underappreciated because it's like so droll what? and depressing. Oh, I think I know. But really mean. funny, The Weatherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I, I watched a little bit of that recently because it was on whatever HBO or whatever. Unbelievable! So that's the just theater. the fact that he gets that he gets uh, fast food thrown at him throughout the movie <laughs> is really funny. That was uh, that was like, from what I remember that wasn't a bad movie when I saw it in theaters. You like, saw it in theaters? That's yeah. crazy. I mean, I was like 20, probably, and I, or like 19, and like, what else did I have to do? I Literally saw it, I think I saw it, it was one of the, like, you know how when you go on a cruise, um, there's five movies that play the whole time? Never been on a cruise. I've been on a cruise, I just don't remember, oh, okay. I, just, I just don't remember that. Well, John, if you ever go on a cruise, they play the same five, six movies in the room the whole time, and if you go on a cruise when you're like 15... You, you watch a lot more movies than somebody who's of drinking age that goes on a cruise. Yo, drinking age is great on a cruise. So me and Richie watched The Weatherman a bunch of times and <laughs> Wait, loved it. Wasn't it? No, I thought it was that uh, that where he's the um, like magician or wizard or something. Oh, Wait. that too. Yeah, that was like our second one together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorcerer's Apprentice. Cruises just play exclusively <laughs> Nick Cage, Cage movies. <laughs> I mean, he has so many movies that I just like watching. Uh, Snake Eyes, I enjoy. Oh, that was a good movie, actually. I, I enjoyed that. that one. But, um, uh, what the fuck is that guy? Lieutenant Dan. Uh, Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, yeah. That was pretty good. Eight like Millimeters, that. a fucked up movie. That's a fucked up movie. Like it's, it's not a bad movie. No, it's not bad either. Shit, he actually had a lot of good movies. Yeah, Raising Arizona. People Raising, love yeah. that movie. Raising Arizona, solid. He, he, in his time, he had a lot of really good movies. He did a lot of shit, obviously. But, uh, you know, man, man wanted a paycheck, I guess. I don't know. Do you think he just wants to retire at 100 credits? He's at 93 and has, like, a good seven movies in, in the making. Is that an I, uh, on IMDb? Well, on IMDb, he has 93 Ooh, movie maybe. credits. Maybe. Well, that's 93 movie credits. That's crazy. That is crazy. Some of those movies he probably filmed in like three days. They were so shit. But yeah, no, good for him. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, maybe a hundred, hit a hundred, Nick Cage, and then retire. Do what you gotta do. Also, um, I mean, the best movie that he's been in is the like ten minute compilation on YouTube of him just yelling in every <laughs> one of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that oh, that made me think of the time when you told us to oh, watch the, the Tim Allen, the Tim Allen grunting, grunting. For minutes. <laughs> that was, that was like the. The Nicolas Cage one is funny and like you can get through it, no problem. The Tim Allen one is like could be torture. That's great torture. That is that's great. Yeah. Who needs waterboarding when you just have Tim Allen? 
Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch that after this. Like, yeah, that one makes you upset. Whereas um, <laughs> Owen Wilson Wow makes you happy. <laughs> oh, Nick oh, nice. Like, makes you laugh. Nice. Tim Allen grunting just makes you upset. <laughs> uh, laugh at first, but then like 30 seconds later, you're like, "This is this is what did I do?" Like, how does Owen Wilson say "Wow" in every movie? Is it like does he put it in his contract where he has to say "Wow" or is he just like improvised "Wow" every no, time? No, I just think he can't help it. It's sort of like um like an involuntary action to say "Wow." He is like "Wow" Tourette's. Wow. Yeah, yeah, basically. I don't wow. Think, I don't think he can help it. <laughs> I, just... I mean, it's a reaction that if you okay, so in movies, like incredible situations happen because it wouldn't be a movie if. Out of the ordinary things didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Then it would just be mundane life. So wow is like a perfectly fine reaction. That's true. When all these movie crazy things are happening, if you wanted to act like a person who wasn't used to these things happening, his his like, wow, his wow was just so like distinct from other wows. Though. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh man! All right, all right. Uh, transitioning from that, let's go to a wow move that the Cowboys made. Oh, smooth where, transition. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, where they released Des Bryant. Apparently, they didn't even offer him a contract, and Des is pissed. Said he wants to play them two times a, a year. So Giants, Eagles, Redskins. Well, he, he was talking. He talking about how sick it would be to have him and Odell Beckham on the same team. Um, I don't think Eli could support two people like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Eagles, I think, already said they don't want him. They don't have cap space anyways. Redskins, it'll, it'll probably have to be the Redskins. The Giants didn't say they didn't want him, but it's funny, Brandon Marshall said he didn't want him. Well, yeah, because Brandon Marshall had to get uh, cover. That's his job. <laughs> He goes, sorry, baby, bro, no room. <laughs> oh man, and like, he... well, they could make room if they dump you. And yeah. doesn't he want like fifteen mil or something like that, or some? Well, that's not gonna happen. Ridiculous amount of money that he doesn't deserve at this point in his career. Like, I mean, he never lived up to the contract he got from the Cowboys to start this past contract. So, what is what does he think he deserves now for being like oh, past his prime? It looks like and. Maybe a decent number two, three receiver at best. Like, come on. I would give him the five point one million that Brandon Marshall is set to make this year, and cut Marshall. <laughs> if he didn't want that, then I wouldn't do it. Understandable. Um, that would be my offer as a giant. I'd say I'll cut this guy if you want to take his money. If not, I'll keep him. <laughs> obviously, you don't let Marshall get word of that. Yeah, obviously. Um, there was a. Thing on ESPN saying that the Saints were a dark horse about getting him, and I'm like, no way. One cap space. Two, I think we already have a you know, getting Cameron Meredith to compliment Michael Thomas with Ginn. I don't, I don't think the Saints need to waste their time with, with um, Des Bryant. So I mean, with Cameron Meredith, you gotta hope you gotta make sure he's fully healthy too. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, he's had two injuries in the past two seasons, so Saints have. Almost five million in cap space. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, so they're not worth trying to shed cap space just to get, uh, you know, past prime Des Bryant. So, no, nope. sounds like a jet. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, 
I don't know. They have like 10 receivers at the moment. So how many have family charges against them? Uh, just the one. Just the one. <laughs> Actually, no, none. None. They I know. Dropped. They dropped. They I dropped. know. I know. I know. Listen. Apparently, cops get angry if you could say you're going to nut in his wife's eye. Who uh, knew? Who knew? I don't think it's just cops. I think most people <laughs> would. Well, I mean, some people like that cuck lifestyle. Oh, uh, you know, I wasn't going to use the word, but yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the proper use of it there. So. I know, I know, that's true. It's proper. Two pods in a row. Oh, that's right. Wow. Look at that. Going for shrieks. Oh, I, wow. I, See? I, <laughs> you wonder why Owen Wilson. Uh, you Owen so Wilson's me. You got, I got Owen Wilson. Two pods in a row. I thought you were saying like two peas in a pod, but like a different way. I was like trying to figure out for a second there too. I was like, what are that's you saying? That's the nicest way. That's like the cutest way to, um, detail a cucking. Just two peas in a pod. Just two peas in a pod. <laughs> While a separate pea outside of the pod watches. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> while, while lonely P falls out of pot. <laughs> uh, the uh, the Ravens were also another team that were interested or reached out to Dez. Obviously, wouldn't fill his playing the Cowboys um, twice. Yeah, twice a uh, headset mindset. But with him and Crabtree, that's actually like a lot better receivers than that. Than they have had since Steve Smith retired. Well, yeah, I mean, last year, well, it was only a year ago after that, right? So he's only been retired for a year, right? I thought it was two years. Was it a year? Mm-hmm. Uh, time flies too fast. Um, yeah, so last year, what, they had Mike Wallace and who the fuck else? Campanero? Campanero? Kamar Aiken. Oh, yeah, Clay Aiken and uh, was he? Uh, some Capanero guy, I forgot his name. Capanero, mm. Capanero, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he was like their fourth receiver. What? Yeah, whatever. But like they they were garbage. So yeah, that, would, that actually is not bad. I mean, you know, with the with an elite quarterback like Joe Flacco, you know. So, <laughs> and RG three maybe. So who knows? Yeah, whatever. but uh, I mean, the Joe Flacco airing it out would actually probably benefit Des a lot more than the the Dak playing it safe and not trusting Dez to go up and get it and just, you know, chucking a ball downfield because Joe Flacco loves to do that. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, wherever he, I don't, whoever gets him is not going to be, like, fucking game-changing, obviously, since no one seems to give a shit right now. And it's like, also so if, late. If they change their expectations of Dez to more like a Jimmy Graham in this part of his career, somebody who could still do amazing things in the red zone. I think that's where he is, where he's at in his career. You just got to give him the jump balls in the red zone. That's always been his bread and butter, and I think he could still do that. You know, the year that Jacoby Jones had for the Packers that one year, a couple years ago, like that could be like Des Bryant. You know, like where he had those games. Like, Not Jacoby Jones. That's the returner. Who was that? Was it, um, was it wasn't Jacoby Jones? It was the other Jones. Was uh? No, it was somebody else. Wait for the Jermichael Finley? No, no, no. Why? Why? I, I think Jacoby Jones. Why? It's the receiver that was on the pack for the longest time. Then he left and he came back and he had a bunch of touchdowns right away. Yeah, that one year where he was like red zone, like Greg Jennings, where he was red zone gold. No, 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 no. It was wasn't it Jacoby something? Uh, I think his last name was Jones, but I don't. But Jacoby Jones was the returner. Oh man, I'm like my mind is blanking right now. Uh, fuck, really right. is. But anyway, you know he's wearing he was wearing the hoodies underneath his fucking. Oh, that guy. What was his name? Why can't I, why is it blanking on me? 
Anyway, Packers receiver uh, who wore a hoodie and Donald Driver and uh, no, not Donald Driver. I like Donald. Yeah, Donald Driver. That wasn't him. Sure was. That's not who I'm talking about. James Jones. James Jones. Oh, James Jones. That's who it was. So that the one the one year. That he played, he had like that fucking six season where he was like always just scoring in the red zone. Like that, that could be that. That is like peak of what Des Bryant can do this year. I think that's it, done. I don't think that's peak. I think he's still a little better. I don't. But I don't. I was down on him last year. James Jones never had a high ceiling. I just, I don't, I don't ever, I don't see Des Bryant doing it ever again. Like, I think maybe, maybe he'll get like nine touchdowns, but like it'll be like six hundred yards. Uh, let's see, James Jones, 2012. Uh, let's see, 64 catches, 14 touchdowns. It was eight, it was the last, last, was it the last one where he had the eight touchdowns? Yeah, eight touchdowns. Yeah, that's the way. 2015. Yeah, yeah so that's when he came back after yeah. a year from Oakland. So yeah, so like, that's what yeah, I'm I mean, he had 900 yards, so that's a pretty good season. I mean, so. Des Bryant hasn't, he hasn't passed 900 yards the past couple seasons. Since he got that contract. All right, fine. James Jones. He's James Jones. Boom. James Jones. That's who you are, Des Bryant. That's who you are. Come on the podcast and, uh, you know, tell me otherwise. He won't. Uh, all right. And then another, I guess, semi big name got released, CJ Anderson from the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's something I think can make some moves. Like, I think CJ Anderson can be an actual, uh, a real, I guess, Des Bryant can be too. But I think CJ could be an asset on, on a team that could, you know, with a decent offensive line and, you know, compliment, you know, another running back. I mean, he's not terrible. He's had flashes of brilliance. I mean, he's, he's only still, 27. Yeah, he's, he's still got a young, some young legs, right? Yeah. Yeah, as long as you're not expecting him to carry the um, three-down back load. Like, bring him as bring him in as a situational guy. Put him on the Redskins. Let's back up. Put him on the Redskins. Compliment him with Chris Thompson. Sure. Yeah, Boom. perfect. Done. Look at that. James Jones, Chris Thompson. So we're making we're making all sorts of uh, you know strong executive strong opinions. decisions. That's actually good. Actually, it, you know, I like that Redskins. With put them on uh, Oakland. They you know, compliment them with uh, wait. He, they already have two backs there now. Don't they? they have Lynch. Yeah, but and... none of them are good. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, you, you mean besides Doug Martin, your favorite uh, player? Oh yeah, oh, he's, your, he's your boy now. Forgot. That's right, he's your boy. He went there. Okay, then. Put him on uh, Tampa Bay, where Doug Martin was. <laughs> That's actually not a bad play either. Put mix him with uh, Peyton Barber and Jaquizzi. Uh, That's actually not bad. I like that too. Speaking of the, the Bucks, Chris Sims. You think they're going to try to play Sims more this year? I feel like they love Sims, but he's just never healthy. I think Barber was the guy. Like they, he was like he looked good for them. I think. I think they're going to. I think they're going to roll with Barber as like their main back this season. Unless they go with like grab a Chris Anderson and then that's just Chris why is it Chris Anderson? Uh CJ Anderson and uh you know sort of split those carries. Like I think it's mainly gonna be Barber. But uh but speaking of them, they just picked up the twenty million dollar option of uh what? Winston? Well yeah obviously so yeah, obviously oh, yeah more interceptions option, to come. There you go. More uh more stolen crab legs. It's all good. It's all good. You can buy a lot of crab legs. But yeah, no, that's actually not bad. I like the Bucks and the Redskins. Good choices. Good choices. Okay. Uh, moving on to, I mean, probably not true reports. Oh, just, here we go. Here we go. Probably just some uh, Jets corner. Let's do it. What? Oh no, I mean it's not Jets, but uh, I mean the drama. Jets around... corner. No, I know it's not Jets. You're talking about the Patriots, so oh, it's yeah. obviously Jets corner. Yeah, I mean 
Nah, the Jets, we, can, we can talk about Jets. If there's one thing the Jets fans like to talk about more than the Jets, it's the Patriots. I mean, not this Jet fan. I know a lot of Jet fans that like to do that. Like, like I know, like Rupal. Like double R. We, we know. We know <laughs> who we're talking about. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, the report in the past couple of days that Brady hasn't committed to playing, that seems... Uh, far-fetched. Very far-fetched. The Gronk one, though, I mean... This has been building like all off season. I feel like it started like right after the Super Bowl ended. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't know if he's gonna play Gronkowski. Blah blah blah. And I love that all the drama just starts from the uh, the TB12 doctor. What's his name? Guerrero. Like Belichick hates him. Oh. oh, oh. And like makes fun of the program. All the drama starts from bored off-season reporters, like everything else. Ah, well, they could write whatever the fuck they want, and it'll, it won't happen, and nothing will ever come back to them. I'm I'm just completely on my vendetta against sports reporters. They suck. They are another breed of reporting. <laughs> they just throw rumors out there. A friend of a friend of a friend said that Gronk, you know, woke up grumpy on Tuesday. He's probably retiring from the NFL. I think we can have a whole episode about you just bitching about Listen, sports just, reporters. Because it's terrible. <laughs> Name a one source. This isn't, and I've heard people say like, oh, well, if it wasn't for un- unnamed sources, we would never have Deep Throat. And Ray, it's like, this isn't fucking national secrets, though. This is sports teams. Like, name a source. Yeah. Like, give me give me one name once. One one report. <laughs> I've it's been years since I've seen the name of a source. Like, just give me <laughs> one name once. Because until you do, I will never believe that every single you do thing you do isn't controlled by an agent. No, I not. won't believe it. <laughs> Everything you report, you're just a mouthpiece for an agent. All of these sports reporters are just agent mouthpieces you might as well just fucking put the keyboard in the agent's hands because that's all it is there you go that was hook log and singer hit hit him <laughs> baited you into that <laughs> anyway with that being said i could see brady and Kronk if they win this year riding off together um yeah no look there's no there's, there, brady is playing that's don't he's gonna be there Kronk. I would say it's eighty twenty. He'll be there. Actually, ninety ten. He'll be there. I don't know. But you're right, though. If they if they let's say they win it this year, yeah, they're both retiring. He just did buy a horse, a uh, stake in a horse. In <laughs> oh my god! You he's know, already, you, he's you, already looking at post post playing day. You uh, understand? Career. You could be a horse owner and have really no like actual like, you know. Like physical contact with the horse, like you just basically. I own the he horse. Said, he said he wants to ride it. That sounds like a lot. Of <laughs> He's gonna get that horse drunk. <laughs> that horse. Horse is just gonna puke in wow. the middle of the derby. Yeah, that um. That's I mean, I could see why he wouldn't want like his forearm to fall off and his knees to fall off. He's got well, a bunch of surgeries, but. Yeah, I mean, he's not retired. Not uh, this year. Not this year. Um, But here's the deal with Gronk. He is the type of person who knows he can make millions upon millions after football. Like, there are players who when they were – Kenny? Yes. Really? Because he's a polarizing figure that – I guarantee you once he retires, he's getting his own reality show. Or he's getting some sort of show where it's going to make him millions. Growing up Gronk. His peak is reality with his family, but, like the Walters. But what I'm, but what I'm trying to do, but that can make you millions. So he knows that he has a career outside of football. There are players who are like, you know, they, you know, they had a good career, 
but they're unknowns. And then once they finish, it's well now you gotta be smart with your money and and they'll get an, a, another job, sort of like a broadcasting in like college yeah. or you know but doing I, something I, like that. And he's also already doing that kind of stuff. He's got his like grunt cruises and shit. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, he's not gonna be an actor or anything. The dude is dumb as. No, around. no, he's not gonna be. <laughs> like, at best, he'd be like he'd have like cameo spots on like tv shows which i'm sure i'm assuming he already probably has but no i'm not saying like that i'm like he he could do reality crap he he'll he'll have his money believe me he'll still have endorsements he'll still make money doing dumb shit i guarantee you he has a life out of football yeah commercials stuff like yeah easily sure and yeah definitely i just don't think he's like gonna have some john cena type career where he goes into acting i mean you, you could have went with a rock which was much better well the rock is now who was like, a football the biggest player movie star in the world hell yeah he so is. I, he's like completely transcendent you go see a rock movie and you get a trailer for another rock movie has there ever been like <laughs> i mean what's the best rock movie not counting fast and furious the best movie with the, the rock rundown in? oh the, the rundown, rundown was, was really awesome good, yeah. i like i like walking tall actually Wait. Walking Tall is the one with Johnny Knoxville, right? Yeah. And Run Down is the one with the, the guy from Band of Brothers with like the really bright blue eyes. Sean William Scott is in the rundown. I know, but yeah. no, I'm saying the bad guy. Oh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Okay, no, I'm thinking of the one with Johnny Knoxville and the guy from Band of Brothers. Never you mind. know, Ben, yeah, that's, yeah, he's, um, the, yeah, that's he's Walking, walking tall. tall. Yeah, yeah Walking Tall. Two by four. Yep, and he smashes, like, your, your lights out. He's like, what do you mean? And he smashes it with the thing. Yeah. Yeah, the guy that looks like a wolf. Yeah, he has a really bright blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, blonde hair, beautiful eyes, beautiful eyes. Yeah, but also stunning. like kind of shifty. <laughs> well, he he plays a good uh, like debonair bad guy. Mm, I like that word debonair. You guys say it like that though. That's one of my favorite words. Oh, thank you. But uh, the Rock, glad, you know, he has, he, he's had a lot of good movies. Honestly, the uh, Journey Two. I don't know if you saw that one. It was a sequel to Journey to the Center of the Earth. Journey Two is good. Not bad, Not actually. Really? really? Yeah. You know what was actually really good? Welcome to the Jungle. That the new Jumanji? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really? I, that was quite enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Much a more lot of funny moments. Much more than I ever expected it to be. Like I, I came into that movie, I was like, you know what? This isn't gonna be great. And then I was like, this was really fun. It was a fun ass movie. Yeah. I mean I pegged that if I'm going from my movie rating scale from have to see it in theaters to wait till it's, you know, uh, out on DVD or watch on demand or whatever. That was a wait till it's on like HBO or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. completely different if you have a kid, though. That's a perfect movie That's... to see a kid. Oh, That's yeah. I mean, to take a kid because uh, yep. to have a kid, <laughs> have a kid to that movie. Perfect movie to have a kid. Um, because it has something for the adults and something for the well. Kids. That's that's why I ended up seeing Journey too. I took uh, my daughter to see it when uh, in the theaters. That's what she wanted to see, and I actually really enjoyed it. So, whatever. I it, it did a really good job, the Jumanji, of just doing the whole video game thing shtick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was cool. It did a really good job with it, with the whole lives and, and having the, to get past levels and, and whatnot. And the strengths and weaknesses of certain characters. Like, yeah, that was really funny. That was good. I, li- I like Kevin Hart and his back. Just, like, give things to the rock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> holding the rock. What's your strength? Holding the rock's weapons. <laughs> What's your weakness, strength? Yeah, how is how is strength a weakness? <laughs> that was really good. 
<laughs> All right. You, apparently, we turned into a Welcome to the Jungle po- uh, fan podcast. But look, it was it, <laughs> it was, was a really it was a fun <laughs> movie. It really was. I enjoyed it much more than I expected. Like I'm saying, it was good. And, and everybody's everybody was perfect at their roles. Uh, Jack Black did a really good like Valley Girl, high school girl. Yeah, he was on point with that. I'll give him that. That was really good. And Karen Gillian was really good about like being like, why the hell am I wearing? You know, like why am I this kind of person? It was, yeah. it was really, really, really good. So. All right, John. Looks like you're missing out on the movie. Yeah, apparently. I mean, you guys just. I mean, gonna have to maybe watch stream this somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure it's online somewhere. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now going on to the draft. I was gonna say, how do we transition from that? Like, uh, going from a virtual jungle to. Nah, I got nothing. Um, the Giants have been leaking like a like a very bad uh, gas gas leak or something. Wow, <laughs> that wow the wordsmith over here. <laughs> um, you lose that debonair, by the way. Gone. That was gone. Smooth. <laughs> the uh, um, uh, t- uh Todd Todd McShay. Todd. Todd, oh, I thought you guys were going to do the Todd thing. Well, oh man, I, I can't see you, Brian. I want to see your face. Oh, John makes I was just like, things. I was handing it off to you. No, I don't know what you were doing. Oh. <laughs> um, he said that it's uh, Giants taking Barkley feels inevitable. To uh, him. Yeah. To him. Which, oh, yeah, but yeah. Todd McShay, who cares? Going yeah, along feels with... inevitable to him. So it's probably 50 50 chance that they're going to take him. And if they're right, then Todd McShay. It's like, yep, got one, told you, everybody. And if they're not, no one will ever remember Todd McShay said that. Exactly. Well, so I hate these guys. Going back, I to hate you, them so much, Anthony. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian, going back to your sources, uh, your agents uh, as sources comment, it also came out that his uh, Rock Nation agent doesn't want him in Cleveland at all. So maybe he's like putting out like, oh, if I say the Giants are gonna are gonna take him. Maybe like they'll, it'll just happen or something, but oh, a hundred percent, the agent is going to Todd McShane saying, "Hey, um, we're pretty, we're pretty, we feel good about the Giants taking us." And Todd McShane's like, "You know, it looks pretty good that the Giants are going to take that, us." That's good enough for me. That's that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> now, uh, well, that is officially a source. Uh, I also have a different theory. Which is a little bit of uh, the Giants playing uh, five-dimensional chess against the Browns, which, admittedly, <laughs> wow, not that hard, probably. It's a lot of dimensions. Yeah. Um, so what if the Giants are saying that they're pretty much going to take Saquon with the second pick no matter what, so that the Browns take him at one, leaving the Giants open to draft Darnold at two, because they really only like Darnold, so they want to shift the Browns uh, away from from drafting him with the number one pick, and then the Browns can pick whatever quarterbacks. Uh, you know, the Browns aren't taking Barkley, Allen, or Mayfield, or whoever's left, or Rosen, or whoever's left over at four, because they just they're they're gun shy about drafting quarterbacks, and they're like, you know what, we'll, we'll let the other teams make the decisions, and we'll just uh, we'll take whatever's left over. That sounds like a Browns thing, like to be like. You know, wishy washy on quarterbacks, like not let everyone else make decisions. I mean, they traded, oh, yeah, they sure. traded away their two, the two less quarterbacks that they could have had, and no, I know uh, that they traded down for, and Wentz and Watson were taken from. I know, but I don't think that I, I would bet money that they're not taking Saquon Barkley one. 
But what if they really want him at four and we're counting on the Jets and Giants to both to both the, take quarterbacks so that he would be there with at four? Trying to the problem with trying to fuck the Browns' minds too much it's is that you fucked. might just fuck them into doing the right thing. Like let them screw it up on their own. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, just be silent, and they're, they'll make the wrong move. It's like uh, George Costanza doing everything opposite for that uh, one episode of Seinfeld, where he <laughs> yeah. just does everything opposite of his instinct, and it works out for him. This is <laughs> the Browns are bad, George Costanza, basically. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, and that's it's pretty much what all of the draft analysis are saying now for the Giants is this, is if Darnold falls, they'll take him. If not, they'll take Barkley. Um, but then they all say also, uh, or Chubb, and it's like, okay, you, you pick the three best people in the draft. So, yeah, good job. They're probably going to pick one of those three. Oh, uh, we're probably going to pick one of the top three guys available. Uh, um, so yeah, they'll they'll probably pick Darnold, Barkley, or Chubb. It looks it looks like they haven't really been. There hasn't been much about them trading back in a while. That might just be because they wouldn't trade back unless Darnold is picked. I'll honestly be shocked if if this Allen thing happens. If the Browns pick. actually pick Josh Allen first, no, they better not take Allen first. That's that's a that's a classic Browns move. I mean, yeah, they have I to mean, go opposite of their instincts and not do it. <laughs> I mean, it, I hope- I mean it'll, it would it would make the rest of the draft better for a lot of people. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, and again, that sounds like a Browns thing to do. But they can they really be that dumb? Like that's a that's not a good pick. That, that yes. Uh, come on, come on, Cleveland. I mean, there's a there's a world where the Jets get Darnold. Of course, yeah, there yeah, is. There, there is. is. But it, um, except I think the Giants would make them trade three for two if that happens. But then, but wouldn't the, the Giants, Giants just take, take, Darnold? take Darnold anyways? Wouldn't that? No, be- no, no. I'm saying there's a world where the Giants. Where Mr. Todd McShay is correct and the Giants want Barkley and they trade with the Jets. Darnold is at two and they, the Jets want Darnold and they trade with the Jets. They trade the Jets. They get Barkley. The Giants are like, oh, we have the Bills on the phone. We have the Dolphins on the phone or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're like, Jets, you're not getting him unless you trade with us. So they, yeah. So, eh, look, I'm still going with how my thing. Shapes out. It's gonna go Donald Chubb and uh, Rosen. That's fine. I mean, I mean, I don't even know between Donald and Rosen. I don't really have a preference. I think I like Mayfield a little bit more than the two of them. Look at you. You know, ride with it, John. You've been this the whole draft process. You've been Mayfield, so just keep rolling with it. I think I will. Maybe the Jets will trade back to get Mayfield. <laughs> We did bring up that that Ringer article that showed all the QB prediction methods that all different like Roto World and um, Pro Football Focus and different analytical guys in the league have. And out of the seven methods, Mayfield was number one in, I think, six of them. Yeah, that was a pretty interesting article. I kind of like how um, like Mayfield was the bottom – um, like, I don't know, was it bottom metric or whatever, but top performing? See, that that's what you and, guys were talking about. And Allen was um, top metric, but bottom performing? No, no, no. Or what it was. I forget what it was. 
Mayfield was top when it came to all the statistical metrics and all the predictions oh, for how his statistics. And yeah, and Allen was the top for all the measurables, but last on every statistical advanced metric category. Yeah. When it came to ranking like the top seven quarterbacks in the draft. The, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that, that seems pretty accurate to, from all the, you know, like highlights and shit I've, I've watched and, uh, everything I've, like, everything I've read and seen and my sources, but, uh. All your sources. <laughs> my thing is, if you, if you're a GM and you pick players solely off of falling in love with their highlight reel, why do you make hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars and I make nothing? Because I could look at a highlight reel and look at Allen's best plays, yeah. Josh Allen's best plays. Like, why do you make so much more money than me if you're really just looking at a highlight reel and going with that? And who, and who are you talking about? Like, so Just like everybody who has Allen at the top of the draft. And they show these like one or two plays where he makes these unbelievable throws that are like, these are so cool. But, like, he was an awful quarterback in college. Yeah, there's, like, ten more that show him overthrowing a five-yard out. He was really bad in college. And it wasn't just his completion percentage. Like, what did he have, 17 touchdowns and, like, 12 interceptions or something his last year? Like, that's yeah, it was, not good. His last year wasn't <laughs> great. Um, his, I mean, especially against the, uh, like, Power 5 conference teams, he was dreadful i mean you can say that like that's just a difference in skill between his receivers and defenders uh but he also had the lowest drop rate of any quarterback so it's not like his completion percentage was affected way more than any other quarterback that that, that's going to be picked this year but for that i can't believe that i mean i i guess i can believe it but i can't believe that mark sanchez was the only one graded worse than uh than uh, Allen, and he was a negative four thirty somehow. Sanchez, yeah, just baby. so people know, they took like uh, they compared Allen's um to this one metric that has predicted ten of ten of like ten very very good quarterbacks, um the Mannings and Rogers and stuff, and they put Allen next to other quarterbacks, and he was one of the. He was the only projected first-round quarterback to score negatives in this metric scoring besides Mark Sanchez, who scored worse than him in the negatives. Wow. That's some shit right there. Yeah. But just like you say, John, the Sanchez will just seem to uh, – nothing to do with the defense. The Sanchez, no, the defense was terrible no, in those that, years. The defense <laughs> uh, fell apart. The offensive line was a sieve. They had the worst running game imaginable. Yeah. You know, they just, it was all Sanchez, man. It was all Sanchez. He, he pulled a, uh, Adam Sandler in, uh, the longest yard where he would just take the ball, run up the middle, get his helmet ripped off and what? You don't, you don't like that? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I just have a lot of, uh, got a lot of gas. Yeah, but a lot of burping. And so I'm trying to move away from the, the microphone. Oh, you can just press the mute button right I here. I could do that too. I also, I don't know. I'm also yawning a lot. I'm tired. Excuses. Wow. Look, All right. Um, that happens when you have a kid. Yeah, she, she's like three now. She can basically watch after herself. 
Yeah, leave her alone by herself. Yeah, exactly. I'll let the dog watch her. Come on. <laughs> the dog's like four. That's 28 in dog years. Dog's so. five. Dog's actually older Wait, than me. dog's five? Right? Yeah, she's older, than, she's older than me now. Ah, uh, Riley's five, too. Older oh. than me, too. See? Don't you hate it when they get older? Than <laughs> <laughs> they grow up so quick. Seven times quicker. Uh, um, Thanks, John, for, you know, working that out for us. Fine. <laughs> I enjoyed it, John. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. And thanks for complimenting my word earlier. Unlike, oh, yeah. Unlike Anthony. I, I still am very pleased that you said it. It's very, very leaky, like some sort of gas leak. <laughs> <laughs> so is your, so is your mouth and butt. Ooh. Um, alright, so, I mean, it just apparently like may feel the best, but. I so mean, maybe they will trade back. I mean, uh, that's also another report where, you know, who, Unnamed source report. Yeah, exactly. It's they like, might trade back after trading forward. You're saying? No, no, no. They like Mayfield the best. Yeah, but Anthony just said maybe they will trade back. Well, because yeah, of course. Oh. Well, because because the close the closer you get to it, the closer you get to a draft. Yeah, they trade. Yeah, of course they trade it up. But now the closer you get, you sort of team them. I'm assuming have a somewhat of a feel on who other people are going to be drafting in front of them or behind them, and. Maybe there's a possibility they could move back a couple spots, gain some more picks, and still get Mayfield. First off, they would if not. If they traded back and missed out on their quarterback, oh, it'd be though, hilarious. They would get laughed at. I would. New York. Like, I would chuck shit. But then again, isn't that also a Jets thing to do? It to is pick the, to pick the wrong player. Well, uh, like right. try to pick the wrong player and do, do something stupid at the draft. The, the Jets right. are pretty stupid when it comes to All draft. Right. The <laughs> they it, are. The reason the Jets traded up is so that they could block other teams like the Bills and Dolphins who have been very heavily reported that they that they want to trade up from getting in front of them. So they're not going to trade back to like <laughs> they're not going to trade back to 5. I hope they trade back now. I and hope then they trade back. allow the Broncos to trade back to like 12 and have the Dolphins give them 12 23 their second round and third round and fourth round picks or something like that. They're not going to do that. What they should really do is trade up with the Giants for two if Darnold falls and then get just a mountain of draft picks for the team that actually wants Darnold. <laughs> trade up one more time, then back. That would be legendary. Trade up and then trade back. So, so wow, that that's even crazier than... All right. Okay. Listen, Brian's on a different level <laughs> when it comes to trading. Anyway, I, I think, yeah, the Jets you got to number three. Just pick the quarterback that you have rated the highest. The, Gi- the Giants have traded their pick to the Jets. The Jets have traded now this pick. Like, come on. I mean, I mean madness. It'd be fun. Well, I mean, I was joking because you said the Jets are going to trade back. Man. After giving up three second-round picks. They're going to trade back, I'm telling you. Why? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> sources. What? What? I don't need to give you my sources. They're unnamed. Don't worry about them. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm sticking with my. Nah, they're gonna, I'm sticking with they're gonna draft Rosen third. I think did I have Rosen too. I think I had Rosen too. Uh, I think he's the best quarterback. Of yeah, the draft. it's just like honestly, I'd be happy with anyone but Allen. That's 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 my that's my thought. I'd be happiest with uh, with Mayfield. Really happy with Rosen or Darnold if they some if yeah, they the somehow top, fell. The top the top three quarterbacks you think and just we, uh, no Allen. Yeah, so there you go. Good. Let's get off the Jets. Okay. Uh, and now since we're still in the Jets corner, let's talk Christ. about the Pats. Uh, they've been very heavily. <sighs> <laughs> I said that, apparently they've been pretty interested in Lamar Jackson, and I would not like that either. 
because oh, oh, I would love oh. it. <laughs> Lamar... Okay, a report a couple weeks ago said they were very interested in Lam- in uh, Baker Mayfield. That's, yeah, I was going to. Then last week they said they're very interested in Lamar Jackson. Then today, all over, it's, they're very interested in Josh Rosen. They're, they're so, so interested. Yeah, sure. They like the top quarterbacks in the draft, even though they have a bottom first round draft pick. Why are people reporting this? Who cares what they're interested in? Like, uh, as a Knicks fan, I'm really interested in Kevin Durant. Uh, not resigning with Golden State and coming to the Knicks. Cool. I mean, everybody's interested in that, but it's <laughs> that just not going to happen. I mean, they're not going to draft Rosen because they have the twenty-first pick or twenty-third, twenty-third. Yeah, they're twenty-nine. Well, they're twenty whatever pick, and even if you put their two first-round picks together, they're not worth even a top fifteen. Like, like. It's so they're not. What are they gonna do? How, there's no way they're getting any any of these top quarterbacks. They'd have to give maybe away Jackson. Maybe Jackson. Maybe. But or, no, I think they have a good shot at getting Lamar Jackson if they want. Lamar Jackson or Mason Rudolph. They could. But there's they could no easily get. way they're getting Mayfield, Rosen, or uh, Allen O'Donnell. There's no way. Yeah. No way. They'd have to give away a mountain of draft picks and possibly like you know, someone's soul on the team like to move up that far. I think uh, and Bill Gronk Belichick has horse. already sold his soul. Belichick might tr- trade Gronk's horse. Well, that, that'd be pretty good. Uh, I mean, it's probably a well-bred horse. What would I mean? A well-hung horse. Hmm. I don't know why you went there. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's a little telling that that's the first place <laughs> your mind went to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, fine. It's telling. I don't care. <laughs> well right, hung so you're, horse. You're, you're pro hung horses, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm pro big dick horses. <laughs> yes. Are you? Are you? Do you have something against horse dick? Are you like? Yeah, do you mean, want? Do you want horses to have small penises? That seems kind of rude. Well, when I look to go purchase a horse, I go based on dick size. So, you know that's how it goes. <laughs> Fucking so stupid. Okay. Uh, I was. I was. I was cross out my next item of uh, conversation <laughs> then. Horse, other horse genitalia. <laughs> no, uh, the, the the real next one is uh, I guess, and the last one for the draft is, I mean, obviously, I guess it doesn't really matter because it's just sources, and we've already railed on them enough. But Bills and Dolphins ha- are you know trying are going to try and trade up a lot, which is why I'm glad the Jets <laughs> traded up to three because those bitches can't go ahead of the Jets right now and draft the quarterback that the Jets would have taken. So, I but mean, the Jets could trade back, so it don't matter. Oh, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they could trade up with the Giants, then back. And then back. There you go. Perfect. I but, mean, people, the Giants could still trade their pick. I would hate for the Giants to trade their pick to twelve. And somebody, the Bills would have to. The Bills would have to cash in their two first rounds for like the Colts pick, then or the Broncos, offer the yeah. Giants that pick next year's first. And like a couple seconds to get number two. But that's the only way I do it. I don't move down past six or seven in this draft. But the Bills are also dumb too. I mean, they made that terrible trade to get Sammy Watkins uh, a few years back, and that was a really dumb trade. They traded their first pick and their next year's first round pick for Sammy Watkins. I mean, that's crazy for a wide receiver. Like, that, that, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, and people are making it seem like two first for a 
for Beckham. Oh my God. It's like, yeah, well, Sammy Watkins for some reason is the golden goose or 20 or like Beckham wants 19 million, 20 million. Well, Sammy Watkins got 17 or something. So yeah, I don't, yeah. So, Why does this guy fly under the radar so much? People love Sammy Watkins. I just, they love him. They, they, you know what? Cause like he has those like, those spurts where he had like that, like, Oh, look at those two eighty-yard catches! Like, yeah, you know, and then he goes dormant for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and he's garbage. He has like one catch for eight yards, and he's completely gone. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I just look, but again, like, I'm just trying to say that the Bills are prone to making bad mistakes for players like that. Like, no, yeah. I mean, if, if I was the Sorry. Giants, I wouldn't trade back below six because their, their major needs are quarterback, uh, pass rush. And, uh, offensive line. And so you, still and so if you go below six, you're, you're not guaranteed to get the, the top players at, at the, the offensive positions. line possible, definitely. But you, you think you get Quentin Nelson at like seven or below? What do I have? Maybe. I mean, he's a guard. He's a guard. So like I, no, that's, I like I agree. So uh, this is what I'm saying. I would be unhappy. I mean, I would be unhappy with a lot of things in the draft. I'd be very unhappy if we didn't get either. Rosen, Darnold, Mayfield, Barkley, Nelson, Chubb. There's six players. If we didn't get one of those six, I'd be extremely unhappy. Yeah, there you go. And you actually could, if you did trade back to like seven or eight, even. Yeah. You I mean, actually, I mean, you probably, you probably really could get Mayfield. Maybe. I mean, depending on how it breaks out. I mean, you're not getting Nelson below six because the Colts are definitely. Yeah, that's him. true. That's true. That's true. I was, I was just looking at what I had set up and yeah, Same. I had the Colts taking Nelson. That's right. So. Um. Yeah, I don't see the Giants trading at it too. They they'd have to really get a fucking deal. Like I mean, like a fu- and again, teams are stupid, but I that's tough. That too that too many good choices at two. Like who? I can only see the Bills trading up with the Colts and then trading with the Giants. It's a double. I can trade. see that happen. I can see the Bills giving their two first rounds this year to the Colts. And then that Colts pick a next year's first and a couple of seconds. To the wow, Jets. that would be insane. If I was a Bills fan, I'd be so fucking pissed. Yeah, I mean that'd, that'd be a shit. That's like when the, that's like when the Saints uh, traded um, their entire city to get Ricky Williams. It, that well, almost worked. <laughs> if you, if you think about it, you're getting the quarterback you want, and I don't care. You that's have too two much. first rounds this year, and if it's any normal year, it would only be one first round. So it would be like giving a first round this year, next year. I don't know. It's too much. It's not the worst thing. I mean, Wentz went for a huge amount to the Eagles. The Eagles broke it. What did the Eagles give? A couple first, a couple second, a couple third. And that worked out. I just, I think you, even if you made one more trade with the Colts, you could still sort of, like I said, probably end up with Mayfield and be happy. Not have to make that secondary trade to really just shit on your next year's draft stake, you know, stake. And shit on the Jets. Yeah, and shit on the Jets. Well, I guess shit on the Jets. But I, I just, look, I don't like it. I don't like it. I can see him doing it, though. Alright. Well, well, uh, Watch this be the most mundane draft ever. It's like, no trades. Yeah, boring. Um, freaking Darnold goes first. Everything so, everything know. goes Kuiper's way, and he just fucking vampires it up. Well, Kuiper's way is Allen. He's been. I know. I know. I just fucking. He's hate. been riding Allen's dick since the beginning of the draft. Fucking Mel Kuiper's terrible. 
I fucking hate Mel Kiper. I think I've said it last time. Yeah, we said that like literally every I fucking can't episode. stand him. He's so fucking annoying. And he's, ah, oh God. Like, he's worse than, like, a, the weatherman. Like, you want to about, like, a guy who like, they always say, oh, who could be wrong most of the time? You literally make, you make that metaphor every time. I fucking time. hate it because he's <laughs> so mad. It makes There's me so mad. no other sport where the reporter community is this awful. I'm, like, perfectly fine with baseball reporters and broadcasters perfectly fire basketball broadcasters and reporters some reason football there's just a whole bunch of like you know i think it's just a especially the broadcasters are a bunch of dudes who used to play who are like bitter that they don't play anymore and they just hate on people all the time like if i have to listen to one more year of fucking ray lewis and chris carter just hating on people when one dude was a murderer and the other guy was a cokehead, like yeah. I don't yeah. want to like, or they just they're just so annoying. I don't know. No other sport annoys me as much as football when it comes to the community that is in charge of talking about it. Sounds like you want to address their comments that they made against the uh, Dell Beckham. Recently. Oh yeah, well the right Lewis oh, thing yeah, where he was like, that. where he was like, he's been distancing, distancing distancing himself from me i don't think god's in his life anymore it's like ray lewis the best thing anyone could do is distance himself from you also like, that's a good god? thing that shows maturity why would anybody want to be close to you yeah if you a lot, a lot of people like either forget or really don't know like the whole ray lewis thing like you know because that happened what like 2099 uh it happened like uh a year right around, two, right around, around a year yeah. before they won right the Super Bowl. Right around the Giants. Yeah, Ravens when, Super Bowl. Yeah, so like, it was when the, wasn't it when the, the Broncos beat the, the Falcons? Like right around that time? Mm-hmm. So I think it was around that time. So it was like 98, 99, whatever. Um, so like, a lot of kids nowadays, that was 19 years ago. So like, mm-hmm. a lot of kids who were in their early 20s probably don't even know that shit happened. Mm-hmm. So like, they don't really yeah. know anything about that. Like, they it, just know and, him for taking And he probably back. didn't himself kill anyone but i mean he got into a fight with a crew and two people died or one uh i know multiple multiple people got stabbed but i i know one person died and he was also in for uh what was it for like hindering police investigation or something like that or like um Mm -hmm. so it was something that it was he was ah man but yeah it was it wasn't good so yeah, I could see him. I don't. I wouldn't. Mind, I don't mind Odell Beckham distancing himself from Ray Lewis. <laughs> no, and even if he never did that in his life, he still just has years of sounding like a jackass on TV. So that's <laughs> fine too. He I mean, just he's such a ter- he. Him and Trent Dilfer are right are neck and neck uh, with the worst takes. What is it about that early two thousands Ravens team that makes them oh, terrible? <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I do. I also. And, I also hate Tim Hasselbeck. He's terrible too. He was, he was a terrible, uh, terrible quarterback and also terrible person, uh, on-air personality. So they're all really bad. Chris Carter's very bad. Yeah, he's never. Chris Carter bad. has always been bad. He's terrible. I'm trying to think of the one I like. I kind of like Randy Moss. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I actually really like Randy yeah, Moss. I like Randy Moss. That's actually funny too. You said that because I really do like Randy. I can't stand Chris Carter. He's, Steve Young's all right. Oh, uh, I do like Steve Young. Yeah, a he's lot. Right. He's, he's a little happier. Like. He'll celebrate for like. Can we celebrate the sport a little? Like, I feel like it's just doomsday with Lewis and Dilfer and Carter and stuff. It's just like something's always 
I don't know. They're so critical. No, you know who I like? I like Nate Burleson. You know Nate Burleson on like uh, on a uh, Good Morning Football. Yeah, but he also does like uh, Thursday Night Football sometimes too. Well, I, I, mean, oh, I yeah. watch Good Morning so, Football sometimes. Good Morning Football is not bad, but I, I also do like Burleson. I just he just seems like you said again happy and you know just doesn't seem like he's just like a hater or like I said doom and gloom or whatever. He's always just seem upbeat. I like I like Burleson. I like him as a yeah. receiver. I like him as a on air personality. If you're an on air personality, you're not a real journalist. Like just. I just want – I like this sport. I want somebody who also likes this sport and doesn't like – And enjoy it. Just get excited. Yeah, get excited. I, I mean we should all just be b- bowing to our overlord and have him do all of it, and that's Scott Hansen. Just Scotty turn, Hansen. It all, turn it all over to him. Broadcast what are you, him what on are you doing? What are you, yeah, what, what are, are you, you doing? It sounds like you're making tons of noise. What were you doing? My microphone fell. <laughs> sounds like it was like rolling down a cliff. <laughs> well, that's what it sounds like when your microphone falls for like ten seconds. <laughs> so anyway, let's rewind. Scott Hansen, Scotty Hansen, baby. But it's so, all about Scott Hansen. So Scott Hansen obviously is the red zone guy, right? Yeah, for yeah. non-direct TV. For non-direct TV, uh, direct TV guys, uh, people get the. the Big big ears Johnson over there. That guy, he's good too. I like his enthusiasm. <laughs> I don't remember, I can't remember his name right now offhand, but he had the biggest. Is it Siciliano? Is this his, no? Is this, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just chucking Maybe. names. But up he there. got the biggest fucking ears on the planet. It's the, like, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like a like a car with his doors open. Like it's insane. Like how <laughs> it's nuts. But that's, <laughs> that's a great visual. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> It's 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 nuts, but yeah, no, I like those two guys who do the red zone. But yeah, sorry, I don't know where we were going with any of this. Uh, I believe we were talking, <laughs> we're about to talk about the uh, Knicks head coaching search. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that's exactly what we were talking about. Good segue. Thank you, Jeff Hornacek was uh, honestly, like what happened to Jeff Hornacek? He he let he gave us Suns team fifty wins, like some something mm, not fifty. Or for like forty eight, and it's not the it's not the Knicks. Low forties. Uh, I don't even 40s. think they had a winning record. And, and poor, they might have. Poor Zingas like was hurt years. most of the year. I also think Phil Jackson fucked him up. But Brian, do you want? Well, what? Uh, are you saying who do I want, or what do I think about Jeff Hornacek getting fired? Uh, well, I was gonna say like, do you want a retread like uh, Jeff and Gundy? No. Or, or like Mark Jackson, Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> eh. Well, if I could get Mike D'Antoni, sure, yes, of course. But no, he's not leaving. No, I don't want Jeff Van Gundy because he's been away from the league too long, mm-hmm. and I just just show me a timer that works for like some guy who was Joe Gibbs is honestly the only one I could think of where there was some guy that was good in another decade and came back and was good again. I I cannot think of another coach in sports. Let's wait for John Gruden. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not gonna I mean, happen. Good luck, uh, but. With the whole Hornacek firing, I think it took a little too long to get his rookies playing time. Like, freaking Nilakina was playing 20 minutes a game until the last, like, 15 games, which is kind of indefensible, especially since Porzingis went out. And, like, what are you, um, waiting, what are you waiting for? Your team's not going anywhere. Exactly. Uh, the guy, Dotson, that they drafted in the second round looked really solid on offense and defense. The uh, every time I watched him play, and he just was, I watched him in like the G League and stuff, and for some reason, and he got <laughs> some minutes, and then 
the last five games they decided to play him, and he was just going off. And it's like, why? Why did it take why so long? We sucked. And also, he tried to win. He won like three games in the last ten games, which is indefensible. He dropped us three draft spots because of it. We could have been ahead of the Bulls and the Nets. Well, you didn't drop three draft spots. You or have, two draft. Well, spots. well, now you have less of a chance. I have a lottery, but we would have had if we didn't win two of the last three. We would have had a worse record than the Bulls and Nets. Yeah, so you get a better, you get a worse lottery chance. Yeah, but we still would have had the seventh pick instead of the ninth. The lottery is only for the first three picks. Wait, that that just changed? No, that's always been that way. The lottery has always been just for the first three picks. No, no, and then it goes in order after that. What? Yeah, it's always been that way. The lottery determines the first three picks, so you could jump people to get in the top three, and then after the top three, it goes in order. Yeah, because sure. the Knicks have dropped to like from like seven to nine, or like seven to eight. When yeah, they're... seven to eight. That would mean that somebody who's eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, one of those teams jumped into the top three. You can only jump into the top three. That's the only time the lottery the lottery decides the top three. I promise you. I watch the lottery every year. Really? Wow. Yeah. How many times have I watched? It? I've never actually noticed that. Yeah, yeah. You only so yeah. Knicks fell a spot last year, but that's because a team ahead of them jumped into the like the Lakers jumped into the top three one year and pushed the Knicks down. The Porzingis year, what? which was good for us. Wow. I yeah, the that, Lakers jumped into the top three, picked Russell. I, we probably would have picked Russell, and we got Porzingis instead, which was great. Wow i I've watched I've watched the draft for how many years, and I've never known that. That's funny. I never knew it. Just only Matt. Wow, that's bad. Yeah, oh, I mean, fucking, I mean, Wikipedia confirms it. So fucking news to me, man. Wow, look at that shit. Look at that. There you shit. go. Learning something. Learn something new every day. But um, no, as going back to their search, um, do you know I wouldn't have been mad if they kept Hornacek. Um, I'm kind of happy they fired him because I think new GM, uh, new general, new general manager. I think it's like kind of two general managers, which is yeah, weird. Steve Mills and Perry, or whatever. Yeah, it's a very weird situation that they have two general managers. Um, of course, it's the, the Knicks have to do to do it differently than every other team in sports. Yeah, I don't know how like Mills has survived for like 15 years somehow. Yeah, and now they kind of like split decision personnel, which is very strange. Um, but they might as well pick the guy they want. So if they fail, they all fail, and they could all get out of here. And if they succeed, they succeed with the same vision. But no, I don't want JVG. Um, the only reason why I would want Mark Jackson is because I think he could just be a culture guy and pump the team up. I see that. He's not like an X and O guy, but he could at least get them playing hard because he's like a very good team leader. Yeah. Like classic cra- like New York tough guy, whatever. Yeah. Just like preach defense. And New York loves him. Well, did you, did yeah. you see, uh, we just looking at someone on ESPN saying that Kenny Smith is to interview with the Knicks. Really? Yeah, never, I don't know about that. Never I'd has like coached a guy with any coaching experience. Yep. Never coached in the NBA to interview with the Knicks. What about like Jerry Stackhouse? A source, a source told mm-hmm. ESPN's the worst person on the planet, Stephen A. Smith. The only reason I don't, oh, I don't hate Stephen A. Smith, I but hate, I hate him. 
I respect him for uh, how many shows he's on throughout the day. No, I don't respect them. I give him, I give, uh, I give him credit, but I don't respect them. Yeah, he's but, on uh, TV or radio like eight hours a day. I know. I mean, he could be. He could say that's why he could say a lot of wildly stupid things because he's just throwing shit out there for so long. Exactly. But um, Jerry Stackhouse, I wouldn't mind that much because he has a lot of respect around the league mm. as a as like a good X's and O's guy. Like people really like him, even though he's only coached the G League. Um, the guy I want the most is Jay Wright. They're not going to get him. Yeah, he's Jay not Wright, leaving sure. Villanova, but he built Villanova into a freaking Duke UNC like college, and, and he's going to he get the money without. <laughs> yeah, he he did it without top the the top of the top recruits. So, man, yeah, that would be nice. I mean, I I'd, me- I'd like him to interview Becky Hammond. That would be that would be very just, interesting. Like anyone just, that has that high of respect from Pop is. Yeah, just why not awesome. check her out? Um, at least be the good guys for once, Knicks. Like they won't do it. Why not check her out? I mean, she. I mean, like literally, like no other coaches have worked. So why not just try like something that not a lot of people are considering? But, you know, not even just that. It's just like you know what? Talk to her. See what she has to say. And you know, like you said, she has. Just say what's up. I heard She has. <laughs> Like you said, she has, <laughs> okay, such a, she has, she, she has, uh, Greg Popovich basically like, you know, basically backing her, you know, because high regard from, yeah. from one of the best coaches in the NBA. Like, why not talk also, to her? Also, all the top NBA players, like, battle each other to see who's the wokest. Like, it's their thing. Like, NBA just, but players love being woke. So I I think it would attra- I think she's the coaching hire that would attract the most players. That's interesting. I think people would be like, "Oh, this is cool." Like the M- NBA players just love being progressive. They can't help themselves. They're just like obsessed with being progressive. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, you know what? That they won't do it, but that's uh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh I mean, I, other other names that I I mean, I would I don't know how I feel about Woodson coming back. I don't know. I just don't. I feel like you're just trying to like, like, oh yeah, this was the last coach that actually made the playoffs with us. So why not go? He ahead? was good though. He was he, good. We, he was the start of jack up threes. Like that team <laughs> just jacked up threes, and everybody was like, oh, this is stupid. This is unsustainable. He was ahead of the NBA on that. The best was uh, I just love Rasheed Wallace, his old ass, just chucking up threes in the garden, going crazy every time he made them. I don't know, but that Rasheed was the team. Wallace. They jacked up threes and they switched on D a lot. Yeah, and like now the whole NBA does it. So I'm not gonna completely rail against Woodson like other people have. I mean, he was our best. Co- he's he's been our best coach since I've been a fan, which is when I was like eight or nine. So that's fair. Uh, I mean, I also kind of like the, uh, David Fisdale. Um, obviously what, like, hit him getting fired from Memphis was not his fault. That team was just god awful. But. Well, he had a riff with their best player, and I'd like him to explain that. Because that's a no no. I don't need somebody coming in and, like, having a riff with the best player. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. He's not. I would go Jay Wright number one, mm-hmm. Mark Jackson number two, 
Hammond three, Stackhouse four. And then after that, I guess Woodson. I don't know. Those are the four. If, if they hire any of those four, I'd be pretty happy. That's Kenny, fair. It's going to be Kenny Smith, so don't worry about it. I mean, that'd be hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds like a Knicks thing. To That's do. such a De- Derek Fisher hire. <laughs> They'll trade for Jason Kidd. Um, that's my well, Jason Kidd's unemployed. No, so. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like that, the fact that they someone traded for Jason Kidd to be their coach was fucking stupid. If we could get him as player coach, um. <laughs> not bad. But yeah, um, so anything else we got? Uh, this, this is a little short. Well, yeah. not shorter than not actually, short. Not it, short. It ended up being pretty good because we got onto uh, Nicholas Cage and the Rock. So that's true. <laughs> it ended up being pretty. Pretty, pretty good life. All right, so John has to watch Jumanji. That's like that's like note number one. Yes. John watched Jumanji. Uh, Jumanji. But if you want to tweet us your Jumanji reviews, tweet us at fantasy underscore lens. Uh, or your favorite Nick Cage movie. Ooh, yes. Yeah, let's, let's do a Nick. I can't believe no one did like a Nick Cage movie bracket. Because you know how Marsh, everyone did like their own you know bracket. There was a yeah. Disney bracket, movie, like... Those Disney Pixar brackets oh, were god awful. They were so bullshit. bad. Everyone's like, "Oh, this this like fucking Cars like, is better than fucking like The Incredibles like or some shit." Yeah, I, I don't get like how <laughs> get Ra- here. Ratatouille, Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., and The Incredibles didn't get further than like the second or, round. Or fucking like, how is Toy Story just not the winner? Like just straight up. Toy Story's good. And, like it's, it's just so good because it was like the first one in the game. Toy Story three was probably the best of all the Toy Stories. Toy Story, yeah, I mean, it was pretty solid. I mean, Toy was Sto- this a Pixar one? Well, no, it was Disney Pixar. Yeah, what was it? Just Disney a, a Pixar. Pic- okay. Pixar one. Yeah, Toy yeah. Story. I mean, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite, but I understand that that's not the best. Uh, really, Beauty and the Beast is your favorite Disney animated movie? That's a solid. Yes. That's a solid. One. No, that's a fantastic movie. A solid I movie. really like Beauty and the Beast. I've always liked it. Um, John's is Aladdin. I know that. And Aladdin's my second favorite. Oh, that's because Aladdin's a fantastic movie. My favorite is Robin Hood, and no one ever gives credit to Robin Hood. Really? Yeah. That's just... like, uh, my God, that's a, like, you know how you said, like, oh, like, I liked free agency before everyone else did? That's such a hipster pick by you picking Robin Hood. But I've loved it for years. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, in, like, two years, it's going to get discovered, and you're going to be like, oh, look at this original uh, artwork I got from Disneyland eight years ago. I actually just yeah, bought the... I know you have that, because it's probably no, displayed. No, I was going to say, I just bought the Blu-ray of, of uh, Robin Hood. It was, like, ten bucks in, like, a clearance, like, aisle. Yeah, it's a steal. <laughs> yeah. Who okay. made Oliver and Company? Because I'm all about that movie. That's, that movie's dope as fuck. Is, is, <laughs> is, that's that's Disney, is it? Isn't Disney Oliver and Company? Or is that old those what Oliver Chris, Oliver and Company? I think that was Disney. All right. Well, well, why well, Anthony Chuck? I this love out. that movie. Yeah. It, Terrible. Reviews. Yeah. No. Love Walt. The movie. Walt Disney. Yeah. What year? It was. Oh my god. 1988. Huh. Yeah. That was actually not a bad movie. I remember watching that as a kid. Not a class, not, not not like a all time favorite. Oh though. yeah, it's. But, I mean, most Disney movies are solid, but there's yeah. a few. You know, there's a few classics. The, the end of the eighties through the nineties were like the like heyday, like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Lion King. Like they fucking just yeah. crushed it. <laughs> oh yeah, they laid pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a weird thing to say with those kids. <laughs> those kids movies laid pipe. <laughs> all right, that, I think that's it for us. Uh, uh, rate us on uh, iTunes. We're at officially five stars. Booyah! Saw that shit. Very nice. Uh, and then also check us out on Stitcher and Google Play. Tell your friends. Go to uh, Apple stores and subscribe to us and give us five stars. 
And we'll see you next week for a live draft reaction. Very special draft podcast. If we can figure it out how to record it and also include Brian while doing Periscope, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, fi- we'll figure something out. Well, we want to do something live for at least like the first 10, 15 picks. So. 10 picks. 10 picks. Okay. 10 fine. picks is like still like an hour and a half. All right. Well, yeah, that's fine. So, yeah. So we'll be there. And, uh, you know, you have any, uh, questions or whatever, just hit us up on Twitter or, or Gmail. Fantasylenspodcast right. at gmail.com. See ya next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.